Previously on Androids and Aliens. One of these corpse folk marines crawls out of it to face you. After taking down a starfighter on foot. Several robots come rounding around the corner. Their heads look like metallic humanoid skulls. The crew battled a squadron of death-dealing automatons. Shivam! The crane arm comes around... Boom! Knocks chunks of the robot off. But the chaos of the melee. Eight points of damage. Seven hit points left. He falls. Heroic. May have put the ultra nut on high alert. We do know that the alert has not been made ship wide, so that's strange. Could it be someone in security? The adventure continues. Kreska takes that in and just starts looking around. And you look right up in the corner, and you see a security camera right on the both of you. That's just like... No. It's summertime. Things are heating up outside, and they're heating up right here on this show every Friday night on Twitch. <laughs> on Twitch. On Twitch. You could have nah. gone for a longer run on sentence. I don't think that was enough. I, I ran out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Twitch oh, no, he's took so much choke. out of me. <laughs> I'm just I'm just impressed how many syllables you can squeeze into the word twitch. Oh man, don't challenge me. Twitch! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta chew that word out. They call oh. it the, the summer of sex for a reason because um COVID is basically over and now everyone's gonna get the next pandemic's gonna be STDs. Like yes. Yeah, it's yes. just like opening the cages. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just letting Everyone's everybody run wild. Chlamydia. There's so yeah. much to look forward to. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this pandemic's over, but guess what's right around the corner? Yeah. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. <laughs> oh, man. I can't imagine being single and just being let back out. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be like animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the bars you know, at night, it's like people just kind of, ah, 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 like cavemen. Dude, uh, there was a bar here in Astoria where there was a bunch of cops, cops running into it, and I'm like, oh shit, what's happening? And apparently people were caught having sex in the bathrooms. That's oh, oh, like, man. Yeah, that doesn't shock me at all. Have y'all ever seen the Kate McKinnon sketch that they play at the end of the more recent Saturday Lives where she plays one of the most awful people at the bar, and like the guest plays the other, and like she'll order like a Pepto-Bismol and Seagram's? And they just talk about like the awful repulsive sex they'll have at their apartments together and how unattractive they are to each other. And the bartender's just like, we are got, we got to close guys. I think those people are going to find each other. Oh yeah. yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh yep. God. I don't know where to take this conversation. I kind of want to be like, let's talk about all the people we took home from bars. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like it's such a can of worms. They can't really go down that road. Really, yeah. How about your early days back in college when you just <laughs> took a whole uh, sorority home? <laughs> they didn't really have those at NYU. I mean, I think no. they did, but uh, they were looking, they were frowned upon. But you spent a night at five beta kappa. <laughs> 
Phi, Phi Beta Kappa an honor society? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I, that's yeah. why I picture Matthew going. That's, that's where so you would go. wild nights in those Phi Beta Kappa mixers. Just throw toilet paper around. Take that, nerds! <laughs> oh, man. Oh, student life. God, doesn't college feel like a hundred years ago to everyone but Sydney? Yeah. I, I have been graduated for a while. I got my degree. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, also, I only though, graduated I went, three years ago, so yeah. yeah just like I think Skid is the most recent college graduate on the screen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, Skid, you actually beat me. So how does yeah. it feel to graduate college? Six great. presidents ago were, <laughs> have changed hands since I was in college. Oh, wow. That might not be true, but I don't think it's Do that the Ellie, where's, your cal- where's your calculator from last time? Uh, Do the math. How many presidents times every day of the week every, minus... Okay. Wait, it, wait, wait, say it again. 78 minus 30. Okay, so what, what Cincinnati traveling at 80 miles an hour. There okay. is three of those presidents. Uh, no, I, On I, a I, scale of 1 to 100, how are you feeling about the episode so far? Add that number in. Okay. Right. <laughs> and then uh, multiply it's by 2. It's a strong 6. Do you miss... Do you think you uh, obviously everybody misses college unless you had like a really horrible college experience? I think everyone there's there's you miss it. Like, what oh, would you dude. do differently if you went back now? I would have a lot more sex. No, really, it would just now. be a a loose cookie all over all over college or university, yeah. as your people call it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You you have like yeah I would like the summer of sex in two thousand wait when did I go to college two thousand eleven um, that would have been like yeah I think I I think not, knowing what I know now I think I would have taken a little bit more advantage of it really uh, you would have just opened up shop yeah no well it doesn't For all have the to little be Swedish boys well and girls it's it's like okay. it's, they're very beautiful <laughs> in that country so. so that's what you regret or you would do differently you were like you would just Bang on the reg. Bang on the reg. Nah, but Forget like, school. Forget your like, studies. I th- I remember being like a lot more self conscious about it back then, and like mm-hmm. you know, you slept with a dude, or and and then you regretted it for like a week because it's like, Ugh, what a what a garbage dick. But then yeah. like, but then you know, now I'm like, who cares? Garbage dicks, and then you know, you you can you can live past that, and then get find a new one. <laughs> This is weekend good. After. Uh, this is good. I want to like Howard Stern is very successful, and I think that's what this show is turning into with this conversation. I'll be Bubba the Love Sponge. To you want to be Bubba the Love Sponge? Yeah. <laughs> Matthew can be Robin. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to be Hulk Hogan and have sex with Sydney's wife? Oh. <laughs> Grant's Bubba Bowie. Baba Boy. Baba Boy. Uh, I don't know any of Baba these Bui. references. Me, me neither. And I'm, I'm like, how would? Okay, I have to. Uh, no, never mind. I mean, I, right, Howard so Stern. I understood. Ellie that, I lost everything. would have just given it up a little bit more uh, than she did. Let's let's <laughs> take it to the opposite end of the spectrum, Matthew. What do you think? Would you have been a little looser with your penis? Um, <laughs> As the kids I, <laughs> I had uh, braces Man, that guy, on my teeth. He is so loose with his penis. Kevin Acosta is an okay guy, good student. He's a little too loose with his penis, yeah? <laughs> for my taste. It's like a, <laughs> like a cock helicopter. <laughs> like helicopter. I don't even have to be here. <laughs> Maddie, I'm sorry. I was listening. I was listening. You said you had 
braces, braces. during college? I had braces my freshman year of college, and oh in hindsight, I would have done that differently. They allow children into American colleges? <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Man, braces. You didn't have to worry about having a loose penis. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> braces that's rough all right so it was rough what, and then i went home for christmas break and came back with the rubber bands on the braces that, oh was, no. that was really great <laughs> what happened did you get into a fight senior high school or tweet you yeah. just like now's the time now's the time we're gonna do this you know Wisdom what mom teeth. i'm ready <laughs> finally put them in it was uh my wisdom teeth came in i think when i was a senior in high school and they just i couldn't cl- and like it just fucked everything up and i could yeah. i was like I was like, all right, let's get it over with. I, so in hindsight, funny. I would have just, I would have just not been able to, you know, make my teeth work for four years. That would have been a better decision. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. far better. But dude, I had Visal- I had Visalign like like a year after we started this company, and I watched those old videos. And I'm like, what is wrong with my mouth? I, mean, I look like I had a a football uh, mouth guard in. Uh, Grant, what about you? What would you do differently? Uh, Less all- guns. Less guns. Uh, in all things in my life, seriously, I would have just tried to have been a kinder and more understanding person. Working on that now, all the time. Uh, but I would probably have slept with less people. Oh, oh. the opposite, oh. Valley. You were a, a real loose penis. It was the uh, <laughs> it was the like you know never being sure if people were broken up thing. There are some problems. Yeah. Do you th- do you think any of those people? Are watching this show right now? No, but I think some of them still hate your death. Some of them still hate me. Yes, (laughs) think about that. Wow! So not only would you have had less sex, you would have had less sex with people who were in relationships with other people. (laughs) Is what you're saying? (laughs) Really getting? We're really. They said they were broken up. They said they were broken up. Okay. Well, you know what? They shouldn't have said that then if they didn't mean it. Were they? One of them said they were broken up anyway. The important one, the one that I was having sex with. So. Wow. Mm. Oh, Were they just... on a break? Oh. Yeah. Hey. I think that's, in retrospect, mm. I think that's what it was. And I feel awful about it now. So Hey, don't feel bad, man. What? On a break means yeah. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what it meant. I knew that's what it meant. I knew that. Wish I had known it in college. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Sydney? Robin, you take a sip. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because when you first asked that question, immediately I was like, I would have had more sex. And as she was saying that, I was thinking, I would have majored in something different. And now I realize that is not the conversation Dude, that we're No, but that's, that's the real answer. Like, well, fuck yeah, acting. I, Become a computer scientist instead. Well, I didn't even major in acting. I, I was smart enough not to do that, I think. But I majored in film production. So it was like one tier above yeah. majoring in acting. But uh, yeah, I should, I should have just went into like computer science. I should have gotten a business degree. Uh, I wish I focused more on like, the cool classes that I was taking just to get my degree, like all the mm. human rights courses and like all the inter- and computer courses that I was taking, all the interesting stuff where I was like, man, if only I wasn't working a part-time job and like have a band and trying to live my mm. early 20s life and having sex, um, yeah. I could have focused more on like some of the, the cool shit that now, if college was free, uh, I would go back and like just take a bunch of random fucking courses and like have a blast. But nice. when you're 21, you're... No, maybe. You could now if you I want. I could now. I could now. Would be it, weird. 
nobody would be frowned upon. I've asked. Eh, you can sleep. You can sleep with college professors when you're in. I mean, you're an adult. You're a legal adult, so you can do whatever yeah. you want. But don't but shit where it? you eat. All right. All right. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's Sydney advice. And all the listeners, know. don't take it. Don't <laughs> listen to me. Skid, <laughs> I want to go back to your first stint in college. What okay. would you have done differently? Well, two things. I think one, I would have appreciated it more. Because just acting in college, I didn't realize how good I had it. And, to, and then coming here, coming to, to New York, just how different that experience is. Just being in college and having time to rehearse and acting in like nice big spaces, having dramaturgs and actual like costume designers like with budgets and everything. I never realized how different that would be from when I started working professionally or semi-professionally at it. And the other thing I would do is just relax because the time I was there, I felt like this is the pinnacle of my life. I was having so much fun <laughs> that, and I was so worried about what was going to happen afterwards that I never was able to just relax and enjoy it because I was just like, I was so worried about it ending that mm. I, I was, I, I was just freaked out about that the whole time. And I, I would just go back and, just chill and just enjoy it for what it was while I, while I was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big one. Like you, when you're in it, you never know that this is it. <laughs> never. Yeah. Ever be better than this. And if I had known. Stupid to appreciate it. If I had known that I would one day be a professional role-playing gamer, I would have relaxed a, a lot more. I was like, that sounds awesome. Like, yeah, whatever. Let's just kill time until that happens. <laughs> kill time until that happens. <laughs> what about you, Joseph? What would you have done differently? Uh, I, I would go on the academic end of things. I would have, I would have learned how to take money and make more money with it. I would have spent all of my time learning how money works to make more money so that I could just be rich. Because when I was in college, I was like, that doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make you happy. And uh, now I know that that's wrong. Uh, <laughs> makes you very happy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I mean, I did get a business degree, but I got a marketing degree and it was just all bullshit. It was just like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And I'm not saying my teachers were bad. They were great. I'm just saying that, like, the discipline, it was all, it's all, you know, deception, manipulation, persuasion, you know, and I learned a lot of valuable skills in that, that you could apply to a lot of different things. But, like, you know, we had strong finance departments. We had a really strong, you know, at my school, and I was always just like, oh, God, it would be terrible to do that for a living. And, like, maybe it would be, but, man, it wouldn't be terrible to know it. To know something about it, you know, uh, these days, uh, of course. So that, that's what I would do different. I mean, my social life was so weird in college because I was doing competitive speech and debate. And it was that's super intense. And super it was sexy. every weekend I traveled and I just went to colleges all over the country. So it was so much work. But, like, I wouldn't change that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I had met so many amazing people. My best friends to this day are my team from then. And... uh you know, I had so much fun, an absolute blast. Uh, and I did just enough academic work to keep my scholarship. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I focused everything on competition. And, uh, and I wouldn't change any of that. But I would just change what I was doing in my major. Because if I was just getting by anyway, I might as well learn 
how money works. Mm-hmm. So it's such a puzzle to me yeah. now. Yeah. What about old David Winters, Esquire? The oh, fifth? he's here. David, yeah, uh, what, what would you have done differently? If anything, I feel like you Two just things. would have, you were happy with what you did. No, I, I was not. <laughs> Two things. Number, number would one. Would you have not done your law focus in only yes, role-playing games? Uh, <laughs> I would have I just skipped the worthless um, JD that we've established does nothing, but allows me to work on an actual play podcast and you know, just stuck with my MBA. You're right, Joe, the business group. That's the way to go. Uh, the other thing, though, and I knew you weren't going to say this, Joe, but we both went to school in the same city, uh, the wonderful city of Philadelphia. And the thing I regret the most is how many cheesesteaks I had or cheesesteak <laughs> derivatives. The food carts, they were served in the cafeteria, the grab and go lunches. I was probably averaging a good four or five cheesesteaks a week. Yeah. You know, wow. between different meals. Oh, easy. Easy four cheesesteaks a week. Yeah. And in retrospect. Like my freshman in, year. Oh. Yeah, and based on my current cholesterol and other stuff, I really, you know, sold myself short there and, uh, you know, really shaved some years off my life for the sake of cheese. <laughs> were, were you but. still the slender little David Winters outline you are now, or were you, okay, always that yeah. amazing yeah, but, metabolism? But not cardiovascular health, but what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, I don't think in my freshman year, <laughs> I don't think I had a cheesesteak, unless it was like three in the morning. I don't think I had a cheesesteak without a side of cheese fries. It was oh. just like oh. garbage. Oh. I, even imagining <laughs> eating a pile of cheese Whiz fries to these, this day makes me sick to even think about. And we used to just eat that shit all the time. There was a, city. Uh, a, a sausage cart uh, near the mods at BC. The mods are these oh. little apartments where like the seniors lived. And it's just parties constant they didn't have frats but they might as well have for what the mods were and so there's a sausage cart that you'd go to after a night of partying in the mods and it would stay there till like four five in the morning even though the bar is closed at two and uh we'd always go with my buddy we'd stumble over there get like two giant fucking sausages the same guy would be outside of fenway every every home game and uh my buddy would always make the same joke of some british comedian it's like would you like some more cheese sauce on your no sex evening (laughs) (laughs) what would you do differently troy what i do differently you need a lot Uh, more sausage I need How a lot more sausage. Yeah, yeah, no, loose, you know, loose sausage. I remember I saw a kid that I went to college with because I'm not. I, am, I haven't maintained any of my relationships from high school or college with any of my friends, and uh, which is a bummer. So I, one thing I would have done is like tried to establish a. But this just feels like a post college thing. Like after college, I should have. I wish I had worked harder to maintain those relationships because every year I see them. They all go, uh, like my senior roommates, there were six of us, all five of them and their wives and their kids go uh, back to the school for all the big reunions and stuff. And I see that and I always feel like, oh man, I wish I had, uh, wish I had worked a little harder on that because they were all still super close and like I don't, I haven't talked to them in 15 years. Um, so, but that's, again, that's something that would be an after college thing in college. It's hard. Cause one of those guys, I remember seeing him right on Facebook once. Like I wish I spent less time in the theater department and I absolutely don't wish that the best times of my life were in the theater. Um, when I was at school, but I guess if I had to change something, it would be 
maybe I, I I had like my first ever girlfriend when I started college. Like I met her, I saw her from afar and I just made it a mission. I'm going to meet her and I'm going to date her. And it took like three months until I could see her again on this huge campus to go up to her and be like, you want to go out with me? And we dated for two years. And then I went straight from that, like right into another relationship. And then that girl, I just became like, so focused on that I let everything else slip friendships, relationships, schoolwork and everything. So if I could change anything, it would be like, just, you know, let that girl go, I think, or, or like not been so focused on that, that, that second girl. Um, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I, I always look back on it fondly. Oh, love. I <laughs> love. I mean, it, it, I, it is funny though. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, no, no, you go ahead. You, you were going to say gonna something nice about love. I was going to no, change, change the subject, change the subject <laughs> back to Skid's thing just real quick. Cause I remember I had a lot of friends that were actors and, uh, I did some of this kind of stuff in college, not like full productions or anything like that, but I was part of it. I was ancillary to it and I enjoyed it so much. And I, when I moved to New York, which was like, it was still another couple of years after I graduated college, I moved to New York and I was like, here we are. And I, I had no intention of being a professional actor, but I had an intention of seeing everything I could in theater in New York. And I got the, uh, I can't remember what it's called now, but the membership to that thing, not the theater, not the TDF, but the, uh, the even the cheaper one. So you could see cheap shows for cheap. Today you're broke. Ticks. Today ticks. So or it was no. something, you know, along yeah. those lines. And I remember like everything I saw, I was like, the, everything is, is crap. Like, yep. like I thought I would come to New York and it would just be like everything would be amazing. All the all the fringe stuff, all the shit that new shit people were trying. And every new thing was like, a you know, one out of 25 was yep. halfway decent and nobody has any budgets and no one has the budget to rehearse anything because yep. every room that you have to even work in is so expensive. Every 12 foot by 12 foot space is so expensive that young artists can't afford to do anything there. And you're just like, uh, everybody's struggling. And I was just like, this is a real letdown. Broadway obviously was always really amazing. And like, you only see the set that you're going to be performing on like the day it opens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's usually the first time you see the actual stage. Yeah. So even though I never did any real performing as an audience member, I would just remember being like, Oh God, everybody's just struggling here. And like yeah. it, most of the stuff stinks. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it was and even a if it's good, sad realization. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was like 15 years of my life was just pounding the pavement, putting on shows that we thought were really good. New York times would come glowing reviews and nobody fucking cared. It never turned into anything. Nobody was yep. like, here you go. Here's the keys to the city. You know, it didn't, <laughs> didn't matter. Uh, Could you imagine yeah, though, if you were just racket. starting to do those shows right now, right after COVID stopped, people just started going back to the theater. I bet you some of those would be packed after a good review to the oh, New yeah. York times. I, I, I wish that for all of the young performers out there now that people, uh, understand what it is to have missed being able to go to live theater even if it's a tiny little theater or something that's not crummy it's it's great to go out there and see that stuff yeah, yeah i hope so too but i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> sorry let's play some uh let's play some androids and aliens let's uh, do it let's i think we should just turn this into a talk talk talking show and not a, uh, <laughs> the game is ancillary to our i will out. say one one thing i do miss uh like one thing i did good in college every friday night i played fo- poker till 4 a.m with a bunch oh. of dudes oh. 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 oh my god that's it that is it 
I would have played more Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, because I didn't game yeah. at all in college. I didn't play I one game play it all, yeah. in all of college. Same. And man, Same. did we have the time then. Yep. Yeah. Oh, or, or poker. Either way. I started playing yeah. poker in my mid-20s in New York. They were the best nights ever, but they were so hard to string together. And then once you get married and stuff, it's so oh, yeah. far and few and far between. Or Dungeons and Dragons with money. You yeah. actually can win money. I mean, okay. right? Right. Why don't we do that tonight? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, start making wagers. Who's gonna roll highest initiative? Fail this save, and if you do, you owe me three thousand dollars. <laughs> no, 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 no. But Troy, I'm not a I'm not a I'm a new mom. You need to go lower. Let's do let's do like stocks. No, let's do stocks. You have to give me your AMC stocks if <laughs> <laughs> Check out AMC. No, I'm yeah, I knew Anybody he was going to check it out immediately. Game stock, <laughs> we we'll just see how they after hours. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, All right. Nobody no, wants I, my game, GameStop stocks? Okay. I want real cash. Can I just uh, uh, tell you how much I appreciated your eyebrows during that city? You want my GameStop stuff? Yeah. Hello. That's called acting. Sid, I thought you went in. You went down the uh, crypto. Like you got Dodge, right? Or some Doge. Yeah, it's no. stupid. I'm terrible at stocks and like everything to do with money. Like Joe, I'm like, I should have learned how to do money. I'm so bad at money. <laughs> That's literally the best way I could put it. I should have learned how to do money. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have anyway. a transition uh, <laughs> for this. Boy, <laughs> if we had money, we could have built this Ultranaut. There you Am go. I right? There you go. Oh, God. This is that off is. the rails. Can you uh, imagine what the insurance premiums are on this Ultranon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the business I want to get in is selling insurance to the Corpse fleet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a tough well, life insurance. worry about accidental death. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's true. When there's no atmosphere. Just, di- <laughs> just dismemberment. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Do you guys have insurance? Okay, sorry. When you... <laughs> You got on this ship. You snuck on this empire of bones, and you uh, you got on there. And uh, one of the marines started shooting at you from his little assault fighter. You took out the ship. He crawled out of the wreckage, and then four security robots came came on, and you had to fight them. You took them out as well. Then you go into this room, first hacks the computer while these cybernetic zombies are like twitching, they're sending off or controlling the fighters or communicating with the fighters that are going out and just like skimming the surface of the controller moons trying to take out the defense systems. And you realize a couple things. You realize one, someone or some people or whatever know you have breached the Empire of Bones, that you're on this ship. But for some reason, they haven't transmitted that data ship-wide, which seems strange. Maybe they think they can take care of it themselves, and then they're going to look really good. There were some intruders. Took care of it. Didn't even need to send a uh, ship-wide signal. Maybe something else. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's an ally. But something to keep in mind. You get a map. How infuriating would that make you if you were the boss? You're like, your underling is like... You know what? Rather than even bother the entire ship with the knowledge that we've been breached and boarded <laughs> by a fully armed attack force, I'm just going to take care of it and look real good to the boss, man. <laughs> Dude, no! That's not protocol. That is not protocol. 
we talked about this at the last core police meeting um you <laughs> you get a map to this level and you realize there's some some secure sites here you're not able to get a map of the whole ship that's really what you want because the ship is so massive you don't even know where to go or how to get there but you do realize that one of these rooms might be a security uh you know area where you could get more information about the ship possibly even a map and maybe possibly find out who knows you're there because we ended the episode with a security camera just focusing in on you you have the map I'll take you back there on roll 20 uh, this is what you can see the basics of what the these these rooms behind the fog of war look like um, there's a room directly across from you that looks pretty small. Um, and then you've got a room full of gravel or sand or something. Another room full of junk. A room full of beds with wires. Um, a room with uh, consoles hooked up to something. And then a room with a bunch of computers and chairs. And then what looks like a, a brick. Hmm. First of all, this map is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. a really cool looking map. Uh, it's a, a really long rectangle with a bunch of squared off rooms uh, laid out in a really cool way. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, there's like several options, but if you guys had to. Well, first of all, Dax will say, Dr. Friss, and he'll look up like at the camera. Can you disable that? So, like, can we see in the computer system, like, the security, the CCTV within the the level? Uh, yes. Yes, you can. And uh, you can attempt to disable that camera. I will do that. That is a 35 computer. 35. Um, you feel as if you've shut it off. Oh, nice. Little, little red light go off? Yeah, the little red light just... Okay. What about all the, com- the the cameras, like, on this level? Like, can we get access to them and just shut them all down? No! Shut them all down! Hurry! Hurry! No! <laughs> oh, shut them all down! Um, uh, I don't believe you can. I think that one just controlled that room. But if you go outside and you see some uh, in the hangar, now that you know that camera's there, you go out there and you see... There are some out there. Like there are there are control pads on each wall that can control that you can use to shut off each camera locally. So okay. you would think each room might have its own security that you could handle uh, locally. I think the two things that occur to me: one, I my guess is that the room with all the chairs and the consoles in it is probably the security post. That would be my guess. And the other thing that I springs to mind, the room with the dirt in it, it's like gravel or earth. The only thing that that makes me think of when dealing with undead is vampires because they need soil from their homeland to sleep in, at least traditionally. So that's the only thing. Wow. That's horrifying. I have a... I was... Okay, this might not be related to vampires, though, but I was thinking it could be bone dust. Like... But like dust from from corpses or something that it's not like sand. It's uh, that's also pretty dark, like corpses. I think we should 
try to steer clear of that room for now. Yeah. Yeah. I would prefer to avoid vampires. A saint at, at <laughs> yeah. all costs. We've already fought, fought one. a Zhang Shi vampire on Eox. Oh yeah. yeah, and she came back from from life after we killed her. Remember? Yep, she was cool. Uh, from death, no, she came back from death. You. I'm dumb. Yeah, I just didn't want to jump all over you again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. Uh, all right. Oh, oh, right, a John. I did a John. No. This was a, no. Don't say it like I that. I did a John. I did a John. I did a John. <laughs> I did it. Oh, Eleanor. Uh, don't forget, oh. like, so one of these rooms is the security room, you think. The other rooms are secure because they may have valuables or valuable personnel. Um, so there's, right. depending on what you want, if you just want to get information and keep moving, you can do so if you find what you're looking for. But there might be stuff in here that's worth something. You know, it really depends what yeah. your goals are. Well, the brig yeah. might have someone useful to us. Yeah. Enemy of my enemy. Anyone who's they're locking up might be able to help us. So I, Chris, would vote to go down the easternmost doors down that corridor where the brig is, and then I think we can get into the room with all the chairs. That I yeah. think is the security post from that way too. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, is that is that cool, Captain? I was about to say the same thing. Convenient. But- Dax will head down that way. <laughs> What's everybody's light situation? So just to give you an idea uh, of the the lighting here, it's all uh, dim light. Um, Seiyun can cast dancing lights and move them around to help us illuminate our way. Uh, okay. I don't know if anyone else wants to join, but Seiyun is going to take a 10-minute rest as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thank- oh, fuck. Oh, I'm out of stamina and that almost down it. Mm. Jesus. That had to happen. Yeah. I'm not going to take a 10 minute just so we know for resolve point stuff. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm not going to either. Murdy, damn. Uh, I will. And um, regarding possible vampires, obviously I'm not looking to go too far <laughs> down this road because it's just a, uh, a, you know, a supposition, but do, I'm curious about Starfinder. Like, do the casters have any access to anything like daylight, like like super bright light or anything like that in Starfinder? Is that like a a spell that either of you guys have seen in your? There, there are spells that counter darkness. I'm not sure what it's called though. Uh, I can look it up in a bit and get back to you. Light. I'm just curious. Probably no, just. not light, like daylight. Daylight is like yeah, a higher like, level spell that is like yeah. super powerful and would harm creatures that are harmed by daylight. Uh, but anyway, just, just sort of curious about the mechanics of casting in Starfinder. Uh, okay, let's let's move forward. Okay. So we're going to take this easternmost hallway heading to the, I guess, the port side of the ship. Okay. Uh, who opens it? Dax will do a perception first uh, on the door. Uh, that is a 21 perception. 22, sorry, 22. Okay. It uh, doesn't appear to be locked. Um, you don't see any traps. You will ease it open with stealth. Uh, 19. 
That was amazingly timed, Matthew. <laughs> Good job. Good job, New York City. Uh, there's a delightful it. there's a delightful trend in uh, on I guess my street in Astoria of just some really delightful personalities driving those fart cars just down the street as fast as they can for the length of the block and like well until like four in the morning it's just really really great to be Jeez. fair you have a spectacular block it is mm. completely flat and really long <laughs> it's not really long we're cut <laughs> out we're cut off by Astoria Boulevard. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's a good block. <laughs> All right, Dax <laughs> will start moving in. Yeah, you see a long hallway. Uh, it stretches down. I mean, you have an idea of what this looks like already. Uh, to your right, as you go down, uh, stage left, uh, is a set of double doors leading into that gravel room. Uh, and then uh, it continues downward. Dax is moving in solo. You can see a little bit more that as the hallway continues to stretch uh, to your left up ahead is another set of double doors leading into that brig area. And then just opposite that, a passageway leads uh, to the fore part of the ship. Say so Yan is okay. going to uh, move the lights 110 feet ahead of Dex. She's going to stand next to Dex and then move them 110 feet down the hallway. Until that Sorry, happened. 210 feet. You were just looking at like there were red strips. It's all illuminated in like a dim red light. And cool. so then this like auxiliary light lighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, God, there's like the the floor is patterned in a way where you there you see where the walkways are and each leads into the door and then turns around the hallway. It is a cool map. Cool. <sighs> I was so I thought you were currently we're looking at the, the fog of war is back so we can't see the map you already revealed to us but I loved not having to deal with the fog of war mm-hmm. but are we just not by the way we're gonna ignore the the waiting room area like the the, the, the small thin room with the chairs yeah Linnea is standing right next to a room that was 10 feet wide and about yeah. you know 50 feet long and it looked like just a a single room, a little larger than the room where Friss and Kreska uh, were with the cybernetic zombies. Do you want to take okay. a peek in there? Yeah, I kind of. I want to. I want to first listen um, to see if I hear anything. Okay. In there. Um, so, I'm, is that a perception? Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be a twenty-four perception. Twenty-four. You listen and you don't hear anything. Okay. Um, Captain. Go in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to open the door. Mm. Okay. okay. I'll go in. It. You open the door, and it looks like like a waiting room, uh, a ready room. There's just a row of narrow chairs running the whole length of the room, and each chair is only two feet wide, and they're crammed super tightly together. And there are cables dangling from the ceiling above each chair with a few small lights and a computer display next to each cable. Uh, And so the display is above each seat, um, but all the readouts are blank. Are they drone chairs? Are they like where like they'd hook up dead or Yoxians to like control like many drones? It's kind of like how... A lot of U.S. Air Force bases are like computer stations with Xbox controllers on them now to control our drone strikes. It's crazy. Anyway, 
You could roll a culture check, uh, Linnea. Uh, I have nothing of this. Like, I... She's useless when it comes to that. I have nothing. I have dance. Uh, uh, who is Dr. Friss. Yeah, Friss still up there. Yeah, Friss will... Here's Linnea saying, I don't know what's happening, and he pokes his no. little <laughs> mouse nose It looks nose like in. a subway station. Oh, natural 20. Uh, it's oh. a 43 <laughs> on culture. 42. Yeah, so you think this is probably where the undead pilots sit prior to being deployed. Um, and since they are, they're never uncomfortable and they don't need to rest... They never tire. They can cram them in super tight here um, and use as much space as possible. And so the cables, probably, they hook into uh, cybernetic pilots similar to the zombies. Maybe there's a cybernetic pilot version that is a little more active because the zombies are just sitting there receiving and transmitting um, to, like, get all the information of what they're supposed to do, download it into their consciousness, and then they're sent out, like, all right, bay one, bay two. This is where the Z-head pilots get the seat to be ready. Come on. Okay. Um. Let's push forward. All right. All right, Dax will continue forward. Okay. I'll go to the gravel room and just place Knock. an ear to the door. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Vampires? 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 I say, come out with your hands up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We, we know you're in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a nice try, vampires. <laughs> you're going to make me real cross. Yeah. We know. <laughs> oh but, um, have to get up pretty early in the morning. <laughs> don't stand oh, a Super religious out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listening at the door, just twenty-five perception. Um. Yeah, you don't really hear anything. Don't really hear anything, or hear nothing. The absence of sound. You hear nothing. It sounds like you hear shifting of gravel, like. Oh. Like, like like vampires mm-hmm. stirring, like vampires yeah. stirring. Yeah, no, but it could be from the movement of the ship too. You just hear like like rocks. Why are we falling. even fucking around? What are we gonna find in the gravel room? We're not gonna All find right. any armor right. in there, I don't know. dude. I'm, we might. Callum, All right, I open the door. Keep what? your voice down. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning right, so against Callum the door. Opens Whoa. the door. Stop. <laughs> Calm doesn't open the door. I'm <laughs> right. so afraid of the vampires. Let's open I'm the so, door. <laughs> I can't even explain to you how afraid of vampires I am. Here we go. I'm just going to keep walking. Okay. Oh, no, a, but we, we have great. to open the door. Are you kidding me, Joe? No, let's get to the security center. We can find okay. out what the rooms okay. are and gather some more yeah, intelligence. Yeah, in the security center, we might see the camera readout in that room. You know what oh I'm saying? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. We might be able fair. to see the vampires. But right. I, we can Dang. watch the vampire poker game that's going on in there right now. <laughs> Dax, will, Dax will look around the corner toward the fore of the ship. Uh, we know that that's an open corridor. Nothing? Nothing. Uh, no sentries, no security personnel. You see get a, that it... I get a it, little more. Yeah, so about 50 feet or so in, it uh, opens up to the north and south, or the port and starboard, uh, and you do see uh, a door way on the other side 
uh, on the four side. Okay. And that that door that door joins to a wall, or could we see more if I set the lights down? Um, without going down there, you can't see uh, up. Like it's just a wall there. Okay, just a wall. Yeah. So if you go down, you can see what what the what's up and down. Um, and yeah, the hallway just keeps going down, and there's a single door way down the end uh, on the fourth side of the okay. hallway that you're currently walking on. So there's only two sets, of, well, three sets of doors in this corridor. There's the one into the gravel room. Uh, there's the one into the brig, double double doors, and then a single door leading into that room with all of the uh, computer terminals. Dax will quickly cross to the doors that lead into the brig because um, that was the plan, right? Go to the brig first, then security? No, let's, go, let's do security and then the brig. Okay, he's going to listen still at the brig door to see if he hears soldiers or anything. Ooh, 29. You listen at the door. Nothing. Nothing. Oh Turns back. And he, he just sort of motions with sign language up ahead that he's going to go into that far door, thinking that's the security room. He'll do another perception as he's walking, looking for any sensors or cameras. Cameras! Uh, 23. Oh, I'm going to do a perception as well. And I get a 36. Okay. You both see a camera uh, every 40 feet or so in this hallway. Oh, so we've already passed multiple cameras. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, fuck it. I guess that's over. Uh, all right. Shrug. <laughs> Just keep moving. Uh, wait, can I? Wait. You know you were can seen I... when you came in. You know, yeah. it's kind of unavoidable. Uh, am I able to do... And, sorry, unless you stealth in, like, we're going to be to shut down a camera and do it. You're going to be seen everywhere you go. This is, like, flavor sort of text, but could I do, like, psychokinetic hand and, like, move the cameras to face the walls? Just, like, ping, 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 like, you know? That would be interesting, because it would be interesting to see if they move back. It would sort mm. of, it could be automated, but that could also mean that, like, somebody's moving them. Yeah, try it. Yeah, I mean, I can lift and move objects at will from a distance, so I can propel an object as far as 15 feet in any direction, so I'm pretty sure with it I could just, like, push it yeah. to face a wall or so tilt you take, it. There's three cameras in this hallway, and you push all of them to the wall, and you just wait, and you watch. And nothing happens. I turn around to Dax. Dax turns to you and gives you a bottle cap. I immediately and eat continues it. continues to the port. <laughs> he, eats <it. laughs> he eats it. I immediately eat it. Damn teens. <laughs> That's so Callum. Uh, all right, Dax will continue down. He's ready. Something's going to happen. Something horrible. Here it is. Which square is it? When is the laser beam? <laughs> And Dude, he gets I'm still... to the far door, which we think is a single door. We think it leads into the security room. Perception on that door. Oh, terrible roll. Thirteen. <laughs> That's not the door to do it on, Dax. Yeah, you hear some buzzing in there, but that's it. 
Napier. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Dax is going to call everybody down to okay. get close. Okay, okay, okay. I'm still by the gravel door because I'm like, I'm obsessed with it. But I will go down. Just love gravel. I don't know I'm what just, it is. It's just like we have to open that door before this adventure is over. Otherwise, yeah, don't worry. It's calm down. We'll get there. Very <laughs> least, like, we'll, cr- we'll crash into the the stellar generator. Everything will explode. It'll be great. Without us ever opening that door. Um, I will be happy to let you open that door while I'm fifty feet away. Anytime <laughs> you want. <laughs> no, I, I'm there. I'm here. I'm I'm uh, Dex. I'm next to you. Excellent. Let's go, Linnea. He's going to try to open the door stealthily. I don't know if it just has a, you know, whatever. Here we go. Stealth attempt. Another horrific roll. Perfect. 17. You bang into the door. Ah! With your stupid... Head first. Soldier fist. And... Open it up into a very, very interesting room. Oh, shit. That we will discuss right after this break. Oh, God, we're already in the break. It's a break room. It's a break room. Let's talk about this break room. (laughs) Just a couple. Corpse fleets it around, having a coffee, a coffee <laughs> eating a, donut. a cigarette. Hey, you're not supposed to be here. Hey, <laughs> you hear about Jimmy? Yeah, it's hey, okay. you hear about Jimmy and Chipping. Did you hear about Jimmy from Compliance? Uh, <laughs> what was he doing down in Chipping? I said, that's what I said. That's what I said. <laughs> Here's the room. Shaka-ka-ka-ka. Oh, oh my god. Oh. He didn't put that in the map that he yeah, showed. He did. Let's talk why... about this. It is dark inside of this room. There's only a few lit buttons and displays piercing the blackness of the room, illuminating no more than a, a rough shape of the area up ahead. You see panels of computer screens bundled data cables and digital readouts lining every single wall of the space with more than a dozen chairs arrayed in front of them and you hear the constant uh, chatter of beeps and clicks accompanying uh, the data that's streaming across every readout so you'll hear like uh In the 16 chairs in the room, or in each of the 16 chairs, uh, sits one of these zombies that you saw in the previous room. They are wired in uh, to the control panels in, in a similar way than the zombies you saw in the first room. But unlike those undead, these ones seem a little more active. They're constantly twitching like they're receiving uh, commands through the cables uh, and, and, and the consoles and the control panels and they're also just like mindlessly tapping away on their displays and sending information back and forth through the same link Dax will turn back 
Bless you. Bless Did you have more? I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say that. But the monitors, the monitors just seem to show information about the space all around the ship, uh, including the the details gathered uh, by the ship's sensors about uh, other vessels. Doctor. Yeah, Dax is going to turn, look at the captain, then look at the doctor, and be like, Doctor. Like, nod him in, and Dax will step in first, weapon raised, pointing it right at the head of the zombie that's closest and just slowly looking over the room for anybody that, you know, to to stop just twitching and start making a move, or or any acknowledgement that we've entered the room. Uh, And he'll call Dr. Friss in and say, like, What's going on here? What are they doing? Chris, again, very, very cautiously enters the room. His whiskers are twitching like crazy. He's so ill at ease in this whole place just because there's so much magic happening here. And he takes a look. Uh, Engineering check? So, Friss, you're smart, dude. Mm -hmm. You see this and you're like... I could try and hack into one of the three or four unoccupied terminals. Or maybe I could hack into one of these zombies. Oh. Like hack into their flow back and forth. So it could be a straight-up computer's check to try and hack into one of the three or four unoccupied terminals, or you could use computers, engineering, or even mysticism to try and tap into that flow. You might get different results. You might get the same results. Would something, like if I were to use some sort of telepathic power, would that have any use here? Try it. Like a telepathic Um, bond? I could also just roll mysticism, too. Yeah, I mean, you would think they're probably mindless undead. All right, then I'll yeah, I'll try mysticism. I've got to. Or can I work? Can we, Chris and I work together? Like he Absolutely, handles the tech. Yeah. I handle the I handle the the mind stuff. Yeah, if you want to do a, a computers or an engineering and a mysticism, or if you want to aid each other, you tell me what you want to do. Chris will take out his hacker's kit and start. Does this little little like files and 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 wire bits? He kind of physically like saws into the cable and like reroutes a couple of connections onto his data pad to to get this thing ready, to be hacked. And he's going to do he'll do an engineering check and he's taking advice from his captain about the mysticism. All right, captain, give me that so mysticism like, roll. Yeah, I can like feed him. I'm like. Uh, like trying to guide him into their into their uh, into their flow, as yeah. guiding his hands as he crosses the wires. Okay, uh, thirty three on the mysticism. Okay, uh, forty two engineering. It's amazing. It was DC thirty three. <laughs> oh, legit DC thirty three. Wow. Uh, for the mysticism, and you got it. So, Friss, guided by Kriska's uh, mind, you're able to, like, hack into one of these zombies and interrupt their flow. This is what you learn. You learn that all of these zombies, including the ones in the other room, are managed from an area on the ship known as Cyber Control. And it's in the ship's command section. 
but it doesn't reveal the location of where cyber control is, and that's for safety purposes. As you're starting to examine the orders it receives and the information it sends back, you are able to uh, really observe the space around the Ultronaut with its sensors, and you see the Armada is still engaged in destroying the defense systems of the Gate of the Twelve Suns controller moons. But now you get to see how the ship's officers are using the cybernetic zombies. Even a cursory analysis is enough to understand that these mindless zombies are controlled by a command link used by someone in the ship's science officer role. So whoever's the science officer of this ship can remotely control dozens upon dozens of cybernetic zombies all across the ship in order to aid him or her to perform science officer actions like in starship combat um so like whoever's the science officer if you were the science officer on this ship you'd be rolling checks to have the zombies be doing a million different things during your round wow during the that's so phase. powerful uh, crazy to be able to powerful. control all those yeah crazy yeah. powerful you think there's a world where if you were able to take over this ship and jump into the science officer role, you could do that too. That's cool. That's very tempting, exciting to frisk. Holy shit. In fact, you are... the strength of that sort of network. You're you're, accomplish. You're so uh, into what they're doing. The information is going back and forth. You get an automatic plus two uh, circumstance bonus uh, to all future computer checks on the ship. Wow, phenomenal. Jot that down. Can I ask a question? Friss might have answered uh, with that check or whatever. Um, Why is this better than a computer? Like, what is it about these, like, zombies being jacked in? If they're mindless, it's like, why is that so... Why is that such an effective process or is it just a cultural well, process your neural network of a brain if they're relative to human intellect is much greater than the capacity of any silicon that we're known to understand and it bears to reason that even in the future if you're able to control the neurons and other synaptic firings of a living creature's brain it may indeed be more powerful than computers even within the starfinder universe so they're kind of being used like vacant cpu cores is what i imagine yeah, it's wow. a cultural thing for one part. It's like they want to use their people. They want to use their people to terrify their enemies uh, because there's something about an enemy knowing that, like, even their computers are hooked up to undead. Um, then there's also what Grant is saying, like, these, these some of these zombies can be souped up with extra technological p- power, so you're basically building a supercomputer. Um and they're the perfect subjects they're like to do an it organic supercomputer, basically. Yeah, and they just they obey commands. They're because the undead in this <laughs> world can have opinions, but they don't. They just follow whatever the person controlling them wants to do. Speaking of commands, would command undead work here if we wanted to do something with one of these creatures, or is what Friss and Captain K have already done enough to where we wouldn't even think about messing with something like that. 
Yeah, you feel like it would work, but you also think, and this is just from uh, going rolling over Kreska's mysticism check from earlier, the ship is so powerful um, in terms of how they process, it processes information. There's so many fail-safes that even if you tried to send a, 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 like a virus or something, it's going to have an intercept. Um, so yeah, you could definitely control one of them, but you don't know how much good it would do. For, and this is a combination of like Kreska's understanding of how they work and Friss's understanding of computers and security systems. It would be uh, almost impossible. Now, if you were on the bridge and you had access to like the main computer, then you could probably really do some damage. But here on just a, a lowly hangar, they've had it. They have it set up so that there could be no accidents. Doctor Friss, if if you would be able to harvest the power of this this could potentially be the weapon we need to destroy the stellar degenerator without any of us having to sacrifice themselves maybe potentially that's it more oh let's fucking do it then but it is not security right doctor this is science scanning etc yeah this is not security this is not the security station no, this is like a sensor suite. Yeah. No. The sensors. It's external data. This is not from anything going on in the ship. Mm. We need to keep are, looking. Are we reasoning that we should leave it alone? Let their sensors stay active so that we could control them later? If our goal is to take over the ship... It's not what sense in sabotaging it now. We want to sabotage the ship. We can start. Always got to start somewhere. But Agreed. That. There was another room. That's what it looks like, by the way. Oh god! And there's Friss. He's Frist. in the shot. That's Frist, yeah. Wow. He's in the shot. Oh, cool! Wow! <laughs> Amazing! Awesome! Where's the lab coat? <laughs> I think yeah, I love this picture from the book. That's really it's, cool. so it's good. It's so terrifying that it looks like regular human men, like I janitors, know. like and they're wearing right. regular regular clothing, and they yeah. it looks like they have a beard as well. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. by far the best part about the artwork is they don't look like zombies. Like they no. look like men that have just had this shit jacked into their face. Yeah. Yeah, and the With hair the, continuing to grow after their death. Yeah. 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 All the the five o'clock With shadow the, and everything. With, uh, yeah. with their mouths open as if it looks like they died in pain, yeah. sh- screaming in pain. Jesus. You, you oh, know cool. from EOX that there are people who, like, choose to go through this yes. process. Yeah. You know, this is what they want. It's eternal life. But, like, who would choose this? So you think that there's also a world where they're just taking people, forcing them, turning them into this, and then making them uh, servants. Yeah. This is like press gangs, undead press gangs. Roaming the starways, forcing people into their undead service. Were they? Do do is there any way for us to tell if they were undead before they were conscripted into the studio, or are they? Because it was like the Eoxians are just kind of culling from their own population, or are they? No, I don't think so. I think living creatures. Yeah, this looks like enemies that they're like capturing and forcing into this mindless servitude, right? And maybe the human look to them like it, it makes it seem like they were this was against their will. 
I like to think there were mm. wards of living on Eox, where they're like second-class citizens, and I bet some of them thought like a life like this would be better than whatever they were forced to live in in the case system there. Is it cased? What was cast? Cast. Oh. Huh. Uh, all right. Are we good to go? Uh, yeah. There was four? another room I saw on the map to the four. That's the just ship. the other hallway. That's another entrance oh. into this room. Got it. There was another room, and it had a similar red panel. I don't know if that was this force yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. Over, yeah, over on the four side of the ship, I think that's where we go next. There were uh, monitors. There was, like, one that yeah. had, like, a mm. bunch of other things, and then one that was just a monitor with a bunch of wires coming out of it. Yeah, and exactly. It was beds with monitors as well, yeah, cables. Yeah, let's check those out. Yeah. yeah. As possible security. I wonder if security is going to end up being the gravel room. That would be yeah. amazing, and Linnea would be right. All right. I, I would. Vampires I would. do make excellent security. That's true. Uh, Dax is going to move through the middle hallway, which cuts through to the four side of this uh, little area, and he'll do a perception for any danger. Wow. Rocking the low rolls. Everything under five. Uh, this is a 14. Just the last three or four rolls, all really bad. Hey, I don't see anything or hear anything. Okay. Um, Troy, can I do perception for any of the cameras and then, again, use psychokinetic hand to just, like, make them move before they see us? Yes. Let's see. I think that's going to do it. It's a 15 plus 13. Uh, so. so you notice one camera on either side of the wall in this hallway, but when you look up, the cameras that you moved are back in place. Mm. Oh. So you, no- you notice both of those things. All right. I tell the group, and I'm just like, uh, it is useless to move the cameras, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Do we want to shut them, them down? Or do we just accept now that someone knows we're here, but is not raising an alarm? Yeah, we are being watched. Let's get security. Maybe mysteries will be revealed there. Callum, what did you roll, by the way? Uh, it was a 15 plus 13. 28. Yeah. I can, I can double check with my calculator. Yeah, 28. Yeah, can you double check my arithmetic on that? <laughs> I don't even know what arithmetic is. <laughs> you thought you heard something from behind you? Hmm? You thought you heard something from behind you, but may have just been a trick of the imagination. No! Sound what do you like say, a, Callum? Like, a, like a something sliding, uh, like metal scraping on metal. Ah. But you turn around and you don't see anything. There's those double doors leading into the brig. You look back towards that room with the zombies. You don't see anything. <gasps> oh, weird. I crack a, another uh, Pepsi. No! <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Jesus Christ. As a fucking monster inches closer. Oh no! So no, refreshing. That's so, so scary. <laughs> what are you doing, Callum? Are you telling us about this or not? Yeah, I think, uh, well, I think he goes, he goes, Who's, wait, hey, is, some, uh, is everybody in front of me? Dax Do, turns to look at Callum. Plunea turns to look are at we, Callum as well. Are we, missing, are we missing anybody? Hold on, let me do arithmetic. One, two, three. 
<laughs> one. I lost count. Shit. One, two. I mean, shoot. Sorry for cursing. I look at. Who uh, would hate my cursing? Kreska. <laughs> Since when do I hate cursing? <laughs> I don't Kreska know, loves never, cursing. You never curse. I, do you curse a lot? I never hear you curse, Captain. Kreska. Kreska, stop, Kreska stops everything to think about it for a minute. <laughs> Dude, the, my favorite moment of this entire show is when Matthew or Kreska is going to give the rusty rivet a like uh, a threat, and That's Matthew best. and Matthew says <laughs> something something. And instead, you shove your dicks down our throats, uh, and then he says, "Let me take that back." <laughs> and then <there's laughs> that was the night I discovered that. Let me take that back. Only applies to Troy. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. The, what made that so funny is you were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what do I? Let me take that back." And then what you said was so non-confrontational. Yeah. That, yeah. That my reaction was like, "How dare you?" <laughs> yeah. Yes. You said that's you what said I learned. S- that if I need to take it back, I need to like kick my microphone over so there's an electrical short. So Troy will have to cut. What I want, what I ask. Uh, but we debated back and forth. We're like, back. Uh, we have to have all of it. Because it's the progression of like way over the top improv. And then you toned it down so much that the, that the captain's reaction was just to what you originally said. Oh, I laughed so hard. Yeah, you, you said so, it was something like. Yeah, no one has ever talked to me like Your that. Your filthy bucket of bolts, or like, like that was about the dirtiness of their ship. And then uh. Troy's just like, "How dare you?" <laughs> what I remember is him saying, "Never in all my years of piracy." Never in all my years of piracy. Never. Anyone? <laughs> I remember with Joel, you you nearly died. I mean, you were lying on the. On I mean, the it table. was it was it was just the combination. I think I oh, even explained oh. it in that episode. Yeah, and Matthew was, was like, you know, it's a really funny joke when you have to explain it. <laughs> But I just wanted to reiterate how how you know how sometimes like something makes you laugh. But then there's also times where, like, it can make you laugh, but you're also like, I, I just need to dissect for a second why that is so <laughs> goddamn funny. Like, yeah. uh, such a perfect confluence of events in five yep. minutes that were so funny. Uh, All right. Uh, um, <laughs> so, yes, yeah, the so captain curses. She's fine with you cursing. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So, what do you want to do, Kel? Uh, yeah, he goes, after that long conversation, and we all recall a funny thing in our past, he goes, oh, I, I just thought I heard something. That was it. L- Linnea's going to walk back hear? to... Oh, sorry. What? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was you. It sounded kind of like metal. I thought maybe you were slipping on something. And... I am I picturing wanna... right now, <laughs> Matrix, walking up the hallway, right? Neo's in the back, and he's like, huh. They're like, what? It's like, deja vu. They all turn around, yeah. Deja vu was a glitch in, ma- in the glitch in the matrix. Uh, everybody stops, turns to look at Callum. What did you hear? Linnea's going to walk over to Callum immediately. Okay, uh, Dax will follow Linnea. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe we should check it out. Right? No, I sh- yeah, for for sure. Uh, all right. And Callum turns around and just walks towards the noise. No, 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 no God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I turn around and I walk in this direction and I do a perception check at the door. Okay, roll perception. 
Twenty-nine. You don't hear anything. Uh, yeah, I guess it's gone. Uh, I don't know what it was. And I look at Dax and Kreska. Um, mm. All right, let's make our way to that room with the screen. I'll watch our back as we go. You sure, Captain? Yes. We need yeah, that I got intelligence. Yeah, I got your back, Kreska. And Callum puts his hands up and stands next to Kreska, prepared to walk backward and bring up the caboose. Can say Jan ask a question? Yes, there, absolutely. There is, um, she's maybe calculating this in her head. I'm trying to give an excuse for Grant slightly metagaming. There's a conspicuous area of fog of war right above the section uh, mm-hmm. that we walked into. So I don't know if Seiyun can like look around there for any like secret doors or anything. But that's sure concerning. Um, just a perception. Yeah. That room is not as long as it should be. Okay. Hold my perception. There it is. Oh, I have a plus zero perception, so... Three. Three. Uh, You don't see anything, but if you bring up the map on your data pad, you see that that looks like a room with just, like, generators, similar to uh, the big fog of war um, below the waiting room. Yeah. Like, there's no way to access it. It's just a, a room with generators. Okay. In fact, I'll even reveal it for you. Okay. Mm. We believe you. But now I'm hiding it again. <gasps> oh my god. Mm. Alright. Okay. Shall we make our way around to the uh, the other room? Yeah. Alright. Uh, There's something gonna, there. is gonna position herself uh, between Kreska and Callum. So have Callum uh, just so he, she can watch Callum's back. So she pushes Callum ahead of her. Yeah, but behind Mason. Just slightly on his back. She's just like, you just, you lead the way. (laughs) Exactly. I've got your back. (laughs) Dax will keep pushing forward. Yeah. As this shredded fighter, Linnea. I just don't want, I don't want Callum. Callum I like... He has a tendency to be like, fun, I'm just going to walk and do my thing. And be oh, a I spilled my Pepsi. You're pushing me too hard. Stop, Linnea. <laughs> just walk. Stop. Walk, you Stop. He's going to look forward. Me. You Stop. fucking walk, you asshole. Fire. He fires his gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dax will step into the four hallway. God, looking starboard import now. And we're approaching these rooms that had, like, monitors in them. Uh, just like a, like a single terminal, it looked like. Uh, yeah, and there so was another one with like a terminal and beds. Is that what yeah, we said? Yeah, there's two rooms with terminals. Uh, looking at your data pads, one directly across the end of this hallway that had a terminal and surrounded by like beds, and then to the south, which would be uh, the port side. Uh, there's a t- terminal with like a large terminal on the wall, like a single terminal hooked up to a large terminal. 
Uh, and then north of the room with the beds is what looks like some sort of room full of junk. And then, of course, the gravel room and the brick. You can now see uh, the whole length of the corridor, so you see the doors leading back out as well. What? Jax will start moving slowly toward the port side, heading toward the single monitor room, uh, terminal, I will say, instead of monitor, single terminal room without the beds. It looks like it's the last room on this, on the four side of this area, so he's going to check that out. Okay. Uh, Perception check at the door. Okay. Linnea will, sorry, just before we, before we set anything in motion, I just want to say Linnea stays and watches their back in the corridor up north. Okay. Dax will, uh, uh, also, um, I just want to say that he had swapped out, um, this is going back a week, but he had swapped out, uh, batteries. He's got a fresh battery in and he, 21 on the door perception wise. Okay. Um, you hear buzzing inside, uh, and the door appears to be locked. Hmm. It is locked, Doctor. Is there... Can you... Hack in? Let me take a look. Uh, and that's engineering? Um, yeah, so you can use engineering. Uh, might be a little bit easier to disable it. You can also, like, try and use maybe a little harder computers check to fool the lock into thinking an authorized user has given it a command to open. I'll try engineering. Okay. Uh, I will aid. Okay. Uh, wait, do I, can... I never remember, David. Is it 10 or 15? 10. 10 for uh, plus then, 2. Then I do aid. Preska okay. aids as well. May, say uh, um, aids as well. That's a 40. 40. <laughs> you unlock the door. Reveals quite an interesting area and a person. <gasps> There's Vampire. one room, one door leading into this room. There's a small dais in the center of the room that's raised up a few feet, pillars lining the walls, and each pillar supports a display, all of which show collections of video streams of the hallways that you were just walking through, the hangar bay that you entered into, uh, the other rooms that you haven't checked out yet, you assume, because you've seen what the map looks like, but now you see a live view or a taped view in other locations within what looks like at least this section of the Ultranaut. Who's up front there? Dax and Friss and Kreska? Yeah, Friss is working on the door... Dax and Kreska flanking him to either side. So funny. The original three, Kreska, Dax, and Friss, <laughs> standing there. When you open the door and you see these monitors, you see playing on the monitors, uh, just like replays of you guys sneaking onto the hangar, <gasps> you guys fighting, fighting the ship, uh, the Marine and the sentry robots walking through the fire, uh, and then standing at the dais in front of the main console is this pale-faced, 
female undead in a long blue coat with insignia on it, intimating that she's a, probably an officer of some sort. She has long white hair and a blue military cap. Um, she looks like this. Oh, oh my god. Wow. Badass. She looks uh, like yeah. undead right out of like Dishonored or something. She's yeah, like dual yeah. wielding revolvers with like a almost like a cop uniform. It's like blue yeah. with like a hat. Oh, Slightly Victorian. Yeah, I'm getting that. Yeah, I'm exactly. getting Underworld vibes too with the double gun. Like, uh, what's her name who plays in Underworld? Not Kate Beckinsale. Is it Kate Beckinsale? Oh, it is Kate yeah. Beckinsale. It is yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Underworld meets Dishonored and Victorian. So cool. And it meets Starfinder. Yeah. Um, oh my God, is this like a freaking ally? What's happening? This is amazing. She looks at you when you open the door. The three of you standing there. She can see all three of you. You can see her. And uh, maybe she's still looking at the monitors, but when the door opens, she turns to look at you. And it's like, you are quite an impressive unit. First, you sneak aboard the Empire of Bones. And then the way you went toe-to-toe with that Thronody-class assault fighter. I have not seen the likes of you in a long, long time. If I may say, watching your tactics, you need to work on your mobility. The way you use the space around your enemy is just as important as the way you attack them. I would, es- I would expect such vulgar formations with a Vesk as your captain. Oh. They are a vulgar people with no Jeez. sense of battle finesse. But, my dear, looking at Kreska, that doesn't mean I can't work with you. <laughs> she raises a hand up to her chin. It's like, I just can't decide if you'd be better off to me dead or alive and by death of course I don't mean death as you see it but death as I see it eternal life if you're as good of a squad as you are now in those fragile husks you would be quite formidable if given the gift of undeath Yes. Let's see how this goes. And she pulls out a pistol and goes to fire. Oh, Roll come for on. initiative. Oh, oh man. I thought it would be so cool to we not be fighting. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. I thought she'd be like, make the choice. I'd be like, I'll go undead right now. I'll go undead right now. <laughs> if, it, if it means we survive this thing and save the world, come on. Join us. Join us. <laughs> oh man, it's on! It oh, is wild. on. Wild. Uh, <sighs> all right, Linnea, what'd you get? 21. 21 for Linnea. Dax. 27. For Dax? Oh, wow. Roll a good Dr. Jeffers. 
Uh, 27 also for Dr. Freese. 27 also. Uh, who's faster to the draw? 13 on my initiative. Uh, Dr. 13. Friss. Uh, okay. I'll make you 28. Kreska? 8. 8 for Kreska. Callum? 19. 19 for Callum. Linnea? 21. 20. Oh, I asked you twice because you're on here twice. Yeah. Uh, who did I not ask? Say young. Say young. Say young. Say me. What'd you roll? Say <laughs> 21 with a plus four initiative. Oh, okay. So Alinea is a little faster, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot faster. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, but Lene is so far away. It's very interesting. It's round one, and it's just like it's like you're uh, an old western. You know, you're standing yeah. there outside the saloon, and she just she pulls her pistol up. But Friss, you're faster on the draw. What do you do? Yeah, Friss just sort of like like ducks down as she draws and scampers into the room and goes up into the northeast corner get a clearer shot he's going to try to identify her that's going to be tough with his mysticism uh yeah that's a 13 so probably not very much of anything but uh he's going to take a trick attack I'm going to fire off oh come on (laughs) uh that is a 20 against DAC 20 against DAC DAC a miss. I've been oh, disgusted myself. <laughs> <laughs> he yells back. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm disgusted with myself. Uh, Dax, you see this again. The pistol is moving up. Frisk slides in, takes a shot, flies off a console, and you her pistol still coming up, and you're able to act. Uh, Dax is not going to mess around with this. Uh, he is going to... He's going to drop his gun and just run at her full speed. Uh, leap over the console. Like, he just... <laughs> as he puts one hand down, leaps fucking parkour style over the john and his glove of uh, storing materializes the ultra thin longsword and he just lands in front of her and slashes down (laughs) give me an acrobatics check to jump over that console unless it was a flavor jump and you want to move around it 34 with ease and you got plenty of movement Uh, so yeah he he jumps over uh, yep ah Damn it! So basically, if I had been whatever, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> if I, I uh, there was a way that I could get two attacks, but because I had to come around that corner, I can only get one attack. So uh, he will just slice down once with the ultra thin long sword. Here we go. Let's see, thirty four to hit. S K A is a hit. Say. I did not have enough uh, dice ready. Uh, okay, here we go. Bum Slashed down with it. Uh, <laughs> amazing! 
Uh, that is 37 points of damage. Wow. So you just flip Eight, over the seven, console. Six, one on uh, 48. <laughs> and you bring the longsword down. Now, that longsword is not magical, right? No. Does right, it have so you, the weapon fusion from Adam? Uh, you know, yes, I don't remember now. The, the ultra thin nanite longsword has the nanite infusion. Yes, yeah, so it does. It as a he didn't get that weapon. after he got it from Qualo. Qualo gave it to him. It was in when Qualo had it, so it it has, still has the nanite infusion. I never on. put it in here. Uh, the weapon fusion. What uh, is it? Just a nanite fusion? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, so I, I do remember that. It, you right, gave so you it to me. It. All right, so you bypass the dr, um, which is important um, because she got it. Uh, okay. It's going to be Linnea's turn. Uh-huh. But, or, well, <laughs> I don't know, okay, cool. I was, okay, perception check. What does okay. Linnea see? Does she see anything behind her currently? Um, you have to uh, roll it. 20, 27 perception. 27, you, you like, you, you see that, uh... Dr. Friss and Dax have ran into the room, so you know there's got to be some kind of trouble with the urgency with which mm-hmm. they dove in there. But you still remember, it's just like eating away at you. The Callum heard something behind mm-hmm. you. And so in that moment, you just like look back. And it's way too quiet. Oh, God. And it's dark, and I don't have infrared anymore because I have to give the slot up. Yeah, I can't it's see anything. It's real dark. So Wait, you just, it's yeah, dark. After yeah, a you can't see feet, anything. It's just, you just see red light and darkness. Something could just come out of the shower. <laughs> You'd never know until it was on top of you. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. There is light emanating from the room. It, there are also floating lights around Seiyan. But Seon, you see, you see Seon and Callum and Kreska illuminated by Seon's lights, but and then there's... light pouring out of the room where Dax and Friss went into. All right. Um, uh, so, question: uh, I'm assuming in order for me to use get him, I have to see uh, the, to- the, the 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 opponent. I believe you need line yeah. of sight. Yeah. All right. So Linnea, with this sensation eating away at her. She thinks that Dax got this. So she is going to use one of her spell gems and supercharge her battle ribbon and be ready for whatever is going to come and attack and eat her from the dock. So that's my standard action. And then I'm just going to... I'm going to stay. Stand. Stay. Yeah, that's my turn. I'm going to supercharge my my battle ribbon. Okay. You don't want to move? You just to standard? Uh, I just want to use my standard... And stay where I am because that's the only way they can come and attack me, and they're going to attack me first. Okay, getting out the spell gem would be the move anyway. So, ah, that's right. Okay, Seiyun's turn. Seiyun is going to cast invisibility greater on herself, and will move immediately behind Dex, and that is her turn. Okay, that was so cool and ominous, Grant. Yeah, <laughs> and that is her turn. And that <laughs> is her turn. Callum, wow, what um, is going on? All right, so Callum like sees Linnea, like can't decide what to do, and that she looks really nervous. But he is going to 
run down really quick and look through the doorway to see what everybody was looking at because he hasn't seen who this is. Um, and he's like, oh, and he knows Dax is in there and he's like, I, I can't go in there. So he's going to cast uh, Inhibit as a slow spell. I'm going to use one of my resolve points. Um, and you have to make a will saving throw. You have to make a spell resistance check. What? Whoa. Oh, no. Oh, shit. We're getting this off. High level shit. <laughs> Wait, what do I, what's my spell? Re- how do I do that? Uh, what level are you? I'm 11. 11. 11. So uh, I think it's a d20 plus 11, right? Yep. Okay. Let's see. That's going to be a 23. You pass spell resistance. Please oh. kill him. All right. Thank so God. it's going to be a will save. Yeah. 26. Fuck. No, I'm sorry. 27. Oh, ah, well. Uh, that sucks. That sucks for me. Uh, my D. I was like, my DC's higher now. Doesn't help. All right. Uh, Callum's gonna run back uh, towards Linnea. Okay. So wait. I think you didn't you walk oh, around to see? Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. See, right, right try, Callum. Jenna. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Callum slides down there. You just see this uh, pale-looking woman uh, standing behind Dax, behind the console. You can only see a little bit, but enough to be able to cast this spell. You pass through the spell resistance, but she is she is quite willful. And now it's Kriska's turn. What is going on? So I don't like this. What the fuck is going on? I'm so nervous. Dude. He lies about every initiative he rolls, and he always makes it 29. So why is he not lying this time? What's going on? Yeah, Troy, can you, text me? can you text me what's going on in private? Yeah, I'll I promise text you right now. <laughs> I promise I won't, I won't tell anyone. Yeah, I'll text you right now. This, this, this is like me watching horror movies, and I'll just be like, explain to me what happens later. <laughs> <laughs> can I roll perception to see, to see if I hear anything coming from the other side? If I see she's doing anything... Troy? Uh, yeah, sorry. I was texting Ellie. I was texting my friend. <laughs> I was just texting a friend. Uh, okay. What do you want to do? I want to roll perception to see if I can tell what she's doing and what's going on here. Is she holding back? Like, what's she waiting for? Okay. Or if there's something approaching. Uh, that is a 31. 31. All you see in her is complete control and calm. Even with Dax in her face, she looks completely unfazed. And why wouldn't she be? If this is an officer of the corpse fleet, an officer that is promoted to work on the Empire Bones, one of the main motherships, she has been fighting for a long, long time. Now, she said she appreciated the likes of you, the way you handled that fighter, the way you handled the Marine and the robots. She sees great promise in you, but she's not phased. All right, Kreska's going to run and dash into the room, come up alongside Dax, and take a swing with the vest claws. Uh... Natty 19, is that a critical threat? Or is it just a 20? I think it, just claws are probably going to be just a 20. All right. Just a 20, but total, I'm sure. one to hit. Yep, that is a hit. Nice. And these are magical for the purposes of bypassing DR. That's important. Uh, so that's 27 points of damage. Oh, wow. 
Wow. Magical claws, magical longsword, cut through sweet DR. Callum, cut through spell resistance. And to answer your question, Joe, uh, she rolled a 26 initiative. Oh, I knew she it. She was waiting. I knew she was it. waiting for you all to walk in. She takes a five-foot step diagonally, not even knowing that uh, Seiyun is there, slides past Dax, and just reaches free action and touches a button on the console. And you just hear, Ba-boom! Coming from right behind Seiyun. Oh, my God. And we'll see you next week. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, of course he lied about his 26th edition. Oh, Guys, God. I got a text from Troy that says you're all going to die. I'm not going to die. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Maybe a new party will be in the break. <laughs> Actually, I really like that idea. We all get to be undead. The trick is we're just playing new characters. It's a whole uh, new adventure. We're taking out this shit from the inside. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you next Good week. Night, Good night, that was awesome. Happy that was Friday. so fun. Hello, my Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 